Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our show this evening. We have some guests coming on this month, so be sure to tune in. But for tonight, we have the pleasure of having H.M. Jones. Welcome to the show this evening. Well, thank you. Could you please get us started? Oh, I'm so glad you are. I've been looking forward because (laughs) I hardly ever have paranormal writers on, so this will be exciting. (laughs) Could Could you tell us about your book, please? Sure. Yeah, it does have paranormal elements. It's called monochrome. Generally, it's just kind of creepy. So when people say, is it high paranormal? I would say no. I would say it's magical realism with hints of paranormal and hints of fantasy. It's a pretty hard hard book to genre, actually. I, I work with the gravity imprint of Book Trope, which deals with trauma and recovery. People say, well, isn't it a fantasy book? I said, sort of. It's also sort of magical realism. It's also sort of paranormal. It's got some romance elements in it. Um, it's a lot of things, but mostly it's a world that's a physical representation of the depressed mind. And so it is a bit creepy. It is a bit uh, uncanny, and it's it's unsettling. But it has it has a lot of joy in it too, um, especially towards the end. <laughs> but and but in the middle and, and scattered throughout, it has a lot of a lot of fun elements that I think really kind of push the push the plot forward as well. So it's a book about a woman who's battling postpartum depression and uh, she gets thrust into this world when she contemplates suicide and she has to fight her way back or she has to stay within the world that she's thrust into and it's called monochrome. And so she can choose to stay or she can choose to go. And so it's her story about what she decides to do. Well, that, I like that because you, you nowadays you don't really hear too much about women, you know, who have depression. It's more of, you know, the military guys and women coming mm-hmm. back, but it's still more of the guy side. You never hear about mm-hmm. the women, you know, who are, who are depressed. So I, I like this idea. How did you get your inspiration for this story? Well, I had severe, uh, it was called OCD postpartum depression, and it's a type of depression, uh, unfortunately, that gives you, terrible thoughts about harming your baby um, and about you you think these things you don't you won't do them there are actually forms of postpartum depression where you are probably where you're capable of doing those things but this is just like a terrible thought generator and it just thrusts you into this depression because you think how could I think that about a baby uh, and you don't necessarily bond with your baby right away um, it becomes right. hard for you to pick them up, obviously, because you're frightened. And so I didn't know what I was going through, actually. I mean, I have a mood disorder, but I'd never encountered something like that. That was terrifying. And so for me, writing about it, I journaled about it to begin with, was really a release. And then I started actually talking about it, and I was then diagnosed with postpartum depression about five months into this terrible, terrible life. And the only reason I was diagnosed is because I told my mom, if I can't stop having these thoughts, I will kill myself. It is too terrible. I can't live life like this. And she said, oh, honey, why didn't you say something earlier? Um, That's called postpartum depression, and and that's fixable. (laughs) And it was, for me, just like the best thing to hear is that I was going through something that other people went through and that I wasn't alone. And so I wrote the book to show other women that, you know, depression is a terrible thing. And men, actually. Men really like the book, too. Um, that depression is a terrible thing, but it's something that that you can help. Uh, you, there's ways out. <laughs> so it was that was my main inspiration. 
Oh, I'm glad you did. (laughs) I thrust it into fantasy because that's how I like things. (laughs) Well, see, there you go. It worked out wonderful. And and I'm glad you did because I think, and, and I could be wrong, but personally I think that people still think that women just make it up. That that it's all in in your head and and it doesn't exist. And well, we I get trolls saying that online um, that oh you're just getting attention or whatever. Yeah, we we get people like that telling me that online. So so I think that's true. Oh gosh, you think nowadays it would get better, but hopefully through your book and hopefully some other people will keep writing about it too. It will it will change. I hope. I think the more people talk about it, the the better it gets because then people are willing to get help. And that's the main deal. You just have to be willing to, to say the awful things, and then once you do, it's there. And honestly, it didn't hurt right. after, after I said it. It was better. <laughs> so it was good. Well, good. So I hope I'm it does glad. help. I think it will. Do you have anything else in the works right now? Yeah. Uh, I'm always writing. I'm continually writing, but... I just finished another book, and it, well, it was a short story that was released called A Light Storm of 2015, and that was actually kind of a sci-fi book, and it was a short story about a, a guy who tries to go back in time to save his dad from, from dying, and that's been doing really well, and then I'm writing right now, it's sort of a mashup, it's sort of sci-fi, but not really, it's kind of a fun new take on the story Aladdin, but it's a very different perspective. Um, I'm hoping to find a publisher in the sci-fi area for that. Uh, and I am in at least three upcoming anthologies so for poetry. So I'm, I'm writing a lot, and I write in a very diverse way because I, I like reading all types of different books, so I like writing them as well. Well, that was, that was going to be one of my, my outside questions, so to speak, is what do you like to read? <laughs> I do gravitate towards magical realism which um, and fantasy, which makes sense. Uh, that's what I tended to read as a young adult. I read Tamara Pierce and J.R.R. Tolkien and even a little bit of things that were probably way over what I should have been reading, like Robert Jordan. There's a whole bunch of sex in there, and I was reading that at 12. <laughs> um, but I read, I read a lot of fantasy, and I read a lot of magical realism. I like the idea of things that aren't explainable being kind of thrust into that atmosphere with things that are realistic. And for me, you know, I feel like there's so much spirituality to the world that those kind of places just kind of play on that, that that people do have a power that they don't know that's maybe tappable. They just haven't gotten there yet. So that's the type of stuff I like to read. But I also really like to read memoirs and I don't know. I like romance once in a while. I like women's fiction. I'm not a picky reader. I just like good books. If they're well-written, I'll read it. Well, that is a good answer. <laughs> yeah. I like it. When, books are fun. Because, well, they are. And and just like, because I'm also a book reviewer, and I have my own mm-hmm. blog. And, you know, when I first started blogging, I was just doing, you know, what I like to read. And it was a very small group. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I loved cozy mysteries and romance, and that's pretty much where I stayed. But then as mm-hmm. I started helping authors, I was like, you know, there's a lot more. Not that I didn't know about the genres, but I never really read anything of other genres because sure. I just like, well, I don't want to read that, you know. And it's fun right. when you get to do different things and new things. And and you do. You get caught up in all of them because you like everything. Yeah, and I did my master's in English literature, so I was actually forced out of my comfort zone there where I had oh, to read yeah. books that I probably <laughs> wouldn't normally have picked up. 
and I realized that there's great books in every genre and that I just was missing out. And so that was really nice. So I think you're right. It, it just kind of opened my eyes to what I was missing. It's it's wonderful how it kind of works out that way. Yeah. Do, do you have any writing um, habits? Like um, I know some people have like a snack by them sometimes or, or certain music or certain drinks. Do you have any quirks? Uh, I actually do what a lot of people don't do. I just write the book. I don't tend to outline it. Uh, I let it come to me and I write it. And I will sit down even if I don't have an idea. I will read the previous sentence and I will start writing something. And I go by Anne Lamott's theory that there's always a shitty first draft. There's always something that's no good. And that's okay. That's an okay thing. Nobody has to read that draft. That's my draft. I can have that. And then after that, it's a dental draft. I fix it up and it changes, even plot changes if they need to happen. And then I can send it to other readers. But I really just sit down and I write. There's a... there's a, there's this mental block that people have that say, well, I don't have a good idea yet, so I'm not going to write. And I just I find that as an excuse that I have for myself, and I just overlook that and write something crappy, and then fix it later. <laughs> I love your answer, and and honestly, I mean, I know everybody's different. Don't get me wrong, I know that, but I don't think I could listen to music while I write because I would get so mixed up in the music that I wouldn't be able to yes. write anything. I'd be dancing and singing and. And food. Well, I love music. I sing along. <laughs> I would. I would be the person to sing along and be like, oh, now I have to hear this song. Now that I heard that song, I'd be searching on the internet for it. Yeah. <laughs> I can have the cadence of children yelling at me in the background, but music is would not be easy for me. Sometimes I come up with plot points when I run. It's, uh, you know, it's a quiet time, but oftentimes I am startled awake with plot points, and that's kind of obnoxious, but I think that's because your mind's at rest. So I would say that's quirky for me. Anytime my mind should be resting, it finally has the time to do plot points, and so it does. So that's, that's right, kind of... Right, you have the quiet um, instead of the kids. Right, yeah, I know, we know other preschoolers, they're just always asking you questions. So I think that my mind oh, is at ease at those times. <laughs> Absolutely. Mommy, mommy. Yes. <laughs> well, Dee, um, I'll go ahead and get this out of the way because I do want readers to know where they can find you and everything. Can you tell them where they can find your books? Obviously, Amazon, of course, but any place else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's available through Amazon for print. Uh, it's available in any e-reader. So if you have a Nook, if you have uh, an iReader or, you know, Kobo, I believe, has it. And I know I know that I've seen it listed on most sites. I mean, I really check that to make sure that it's a, it's available. So you can pretty much buy it anywhere if you have an e-book. But I do believe, like, print with Amazon. But you can also buy it through my website, and I'll sign it for you and send it to you if you do it that way. And I do that mostly because I have a lot of loved ones who live far away or friends that just really want me to have a, want to have a signed copy but can't come to my event. So you can buy it at my website, which is www.hmjones.net. Well, there you go, everybody. You know where to go find the books. Um, because <laughs> they, they set, I mean, I just love it because of the postpartum. I mean, you just bring it out, and and a lot of people don't. You know, like you said, everybody pretty much likes romance or, you know, those types of genres, and this has a little bit of everything in it, and, and it also touches a, a great subject. Yeah, it was actually really hard when I first started sending queries out for this to find a publisher. I was always asked, okay, well, what genre is it? 
that's a pretty hard question to ask because a lot of readers said it should have been a literary genre. Um, people who were expecting it to be romance uh, were disappointed in some ways. They're like, well, it's not high romance. Like, there's romantic elements, but it's not. I didn't sell it that way, but um, it does have romantic elements. And some people said, well, it's not high paranormal, so what is it? And I think that's probably why I tend to refer to it as magical realism or dark fantasy. It does, It is literary in content, but it, you know, because of that, the subject matter, I think people who are really interested in the psyche will really enjoy it. And people said, oh, is it a women's book? Uh, and it's not really. It's a everybody's book because I have a lot of male readers who just really like psychology and like thinking about things in that way who liked it as well. So it ended up being a book that that's a wide audience. So it was a little bit hard to, it was a little bit hard to tell people what it was. <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah, it sounds like it, and, and I'm glad that men are, are wanting to read it, too, because, like we said, it has a little bit of everything for everybody across the board. Yeah, yeah, and I was now, surprised, actually. My first two reviews were male reviews, and I was always shocked to see that. I was like, oh, good, because <laughs> as a woman writer, wow. you don't know if men are going to read you or not. So it, That's true. That That is interesting. You would never think, you know, the two men would be the first. Yeah, and they loved it, and and most of the men who read it, you maybe even love it more than the the women who were expecting a romance because they weren't disappointed. I don't know. <laughs> they were like, oh, well, <laughs> I like this. Oh, <laughs> so that was nice. That is nice. Is is there a particular genre that you have not written in yet that you would love to? Well, I actually thought about writing memoir. I have, um, I do blogging a lot, and I blog about. I have. Uh, some sort of a mood disorder, and they they won't classify it as bipolar type one or anything like that. But it's a mood disorder on the spectrum, and it, and I thought you know it's really actually pretty interesting the things that that happen in the spectrum. I tend to blog about it, and people really like that, and they like to read about it, and they like to relate to it, especially women um, who are mothers, because they say, well, how does that go, and how do you do that? Because they too have those. Things. So I thought maybe a nonfiction at some point, but what happens is that nonfiction like gets me stuck every time I try to do it. It doesn't um, it doesn't turn out the way I thought it would do. It doesn't seem funny or playful, and I kind of like to be playful with my stuff. So when I started writing monochrome, it was a memoir, and I changed it to make it so that I was more comfortable with it. And I don't I couldn't say why I I am more comfortable with fiction. I just am. And you and you write where you're comfortable, so you're. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're doing the right thing, and and you are helping people in the long run too. So I know that has to make you feel good. Yeah, I I think the best reviews and the best things that happen, and I've never wanted to be famous. I don't want someone that people. I don't want to be someone that people follow around, but I have always wanted to make people feel that they're not alone, because I. Because I have enjoyed that when people would come to me and say, hey, look, you know, what you're feeling is something that that's okay and this is what it is. I like those points in life where I didn't feel alone. So if, if I can get that to happen, that's that's my major goal is to say, you know, look, this is uh, something that we can talk about. It's something we can have fun with even. And I think I am very playful in the way I deal with it. And I think that putting it in a fantasy sphere also makes it more more comfortable and more approachable to some people who don't want to think about it um, in terms of right, right, right. now and their own reality because that's hard. That makes sense because some people are kind of, you know, they're scared to say anything. They don't want people to judge mm-hmm. them on on that. 
Mm-hmm. Can you give everybody out your blog so they can, especially for the women who are going through these type of things, so they can come read about it and read about you? Yeah, uh, I have two blogs. The first one is my monochrome blog, which tends to focus on parenting, mothering, postpartum depression, and mood disorders. And that one's actually monochromebook.wordpress.com or at wordpress.com. And that one is the one that deals with a lot of those issues. But I have another one on my main website, which is www.hmjones.net, called Thinking About Writing. And I do deal with writer's problems, um, social media issues, and kind of in a kind of playful way, I've written about trolling before where people come and write awful things on your blog in kind of a funny way. Um, and I've written about the, the blocks that we have as writers or even our narcissism. <laughs> so I've written a lot about uh, just the things that writers have. Have um, It's kind of, you know, a unique world to live in. So just the kind of problems and, and the joys that we have. So either one of those is accessible online and probably could Google it and find it pretty easily. Well, I'm glad you're doing that. So, I mean, if they can't read the book, or well, hopefully they will. So let's change that. Hopefully they read the book and still come, you know, look at your website too because I know a lot of women, like we've said throughout the show already, are going through it and they're just scared to death to share it. And, and this might yeah. help some of them kind of come out of their shell, so to speak. Yeah, well, I did MOPS for a while. Um, it's, you know, mom's group. And it was really enlightening for me just to be around other women who – we're okay talking about things that the general society finds uncomfortable. And I think it's nice just to be in a group of supportive women who want to hear you out and don't want to judge you. They just want to, they want to make sure you're doing fine. They want to help you and your family. And that's really nice. That is nice. Do you so have I try any to do that in my life. Right? Oh, What's well, that? Go, see? Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you have any tips for writers that you would like to share or one tip? Yeah, I think the most important tip for me, and this especially I think goes to female writers who have big confidence issues. I think we're trained to uh, think of writing as, uh, I don't know, maybe a form maybe a form of narcissism. Like, oh, people write and they expect you to buy these books and go get a real job. I'd say if it is your dream, if you want to do it, keep at it. It's going to be frustrating. You're not always going to get the response that you like. You are going to have critics and keep doing it. I think it took me about five years to write my first book. I'm now on book five and I'm finally getting an audience and that's pretty normal. Uh, so it's, it's a long-standing commitment. So just keep at it and, and be persistent with your confidence. Just, com- just keep coming at it at a point that this is something that you will eventually be able to do, maybe even for a living, as long as you continue to do it so if you stop then you won't make money at it sure Um, but if you're there just to be a writer it's just something you always have to do I'm glad you said that because it makes me feel better because but I've heard that before is it's taken me a while on my on my first one too and it's been a couple of years but you know Mm -hmm. it's also hard when you have little kids and you have jobs Mm -hmm. but I'm not giving up (laughs) either and I think a lot of people maybe not a lot but I I think a good majority of them, you know, do get frustrated and they stop for a while. And mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. nice when you can start back and you, and you do get that confidence. I, I agree with you. I think we do lose confidence because it's like God is taking forever. It's not going to mm-hmm. go anywhere. 
And like you said, a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to write this book, make it famous, you know, and it doesn't work that way right off the bat. (laughs) No, and maybe you never will, um, but you might, you might help some people, you might entertain some people, and honestly, that's pretty awesome. (laughs) It's a cool job to to be able to entertain people. Yeah. So, I mean, I do other jobs. I'm a full-time mom. I teach college at, at night, and I edit and things wow. too, and I do other jobs that I like. And so I also tell writers, you know, do other things that you that you really enjoy while writing, but don't give up on any of those things. And, you know, any dream, any aspiration really needs persistence, I think, more than anything else. Okay, you're right. Can I ask what you teach at college? Yeah, I teach writing. I teach research writing, but I also teach cultural sovereignty. I live on the Port Campbell School oh, Reservation with my husband. Uh, yeah, so I have two little res kids, and so I teach uh, cultural sovereignty issues, research writing, and um, native ways of research. And so there's mostly any classes they really need that are writing-based, they give to me because I'm, <laughs> I'm a community member with a master's degree, so they like that. I bet that is exciting. It's a lot of fun, and my classes, I mean, are so interesting and you know, my students are awesome and smart and challenge me, so it's it's really wonderful. And most of my students are older than me, so they get to teach me things, and that's really nice. That is, that is nice where you can share both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of a it's less lecture based and more um, learning from each other type thing, which is which is pretty specific to this area too. You know, you you are taught to learn from your elders and from your community members and that you don't know everything. And that's kind of nice because I don't feel like I have to be the bearer of all the answers. That, yeah, because that would be kind of hard all the time, I would think. Yeah, especially as a white person teaching on, on the reservation. You know, it's nice to get the, the intake of the people who lived have lived here forever. You know, I've been here 10 years, but I'm not Native. So it's really nice to be able to learn from right. each other. And it's such a nice environment. So, it's, you know, it fosters, you know, goodwill between between us, and uh, and it's nice to be a part of my community in that way. I'm glad I can help. I hope that someone gets a master's and takes my job, actually. That's my main dream for them is that they can teach their own cultural sovereignty classes. So I have a student who tells me every week, I'm, I'm almost going to be there. I'm this close to taking your job. And so that's a that's a running joke with us, and it's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's good. I yeah, it's it great. No offense. That's a lot of confidence. That no, that's a lot of good, that's right. great confidence, and that's actually what we want to see happen I'd like to teach as a writing instructor, but the cultural classes I'd love for the the Native people here to teach, so hopefully that does happen. That'd be great. Wonderful. Well, do you have any upcoming appearances or anything that people can come by and see you or book book signing or anything yet? Yeah, actually, I've been fairly busy setting things up. I'm going to be at uh, in Spokane, Washington, from the 19th to the 22nd at Sasquan. I'm a I'm a featured author, so I'll be there for a literary beer if people want to come stop by and ask me about my books. But I'm also going to be a panelist, talking about different topics. One of them is um, how to self-publish. The other one is what the difference is between indie and self-publish. And another is about Northwest Coast story story life and what's different here, the specific stories that are surrounding us here. And so I'll be there, and that's this, this month, the 19th or 22nd. But I'll, I'm doing a kind of a book launch and signing at Third Place Books in Lake Forest Park on September 10th at 7 p.m. 
and I'm going to be at Steen Gamble, which is August 31st, and I'll be doing a, a speech on how to write believable characters and how to build believable worlds. So pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, you are going to be busy. So uh, everybody that's listening, I hope you can come by and and see HM and pick up her books and and definitely share with us what what went on. Yeah, it's it's going to be so much fun. I'm going to wear my steam mistress bodice, so I'm going to be a steam pirate when I'm there, just so you guys know. Oh, there you go. You come up, you'll get to see it. <laughs> real fancy. Where, <laughs> now you know where to find her because you can just look for the pirate, you know? <laughs> that's right. I'll stand out, <laughs> have my gold embroidery on. But that's good because people will remember that. That's true. <laughs> I'm pretty easy to see anyway. I'm about 5'11 and a half, so I'm an easy lady to see. <laughs> Just look for the tall lady. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, I'm, I'm any... doing a couple events. I'm glad you are because usually when I ask, people don't, you know, the authors don't have anything at that moment, but I'm glad you do so people can have time to listen to the show and be able to come out. Yeah, well, I like face-to-face things actually a lot more than than online things. I like to put a face to people's questions and to their personalities. I find that to be pretty enjoyable. That's my favorite part of authoring is seeing people. So I'm glad that I get to do physical events. I've put myself out there a bit to do that just because I do enjoy people quite a bit. That's good. You have you have to nowadays because the readers want to meet the author. They want to to know you're a real human being, so to speak, and, and mingle with you. Oh, sure, and it's it's so much fun. I get to hear the coolest stories and get to meet some of the nicest people, so it's really cool. Well, i got two more questions because, believe it or not, we have four minutes left. In <laughs> Monochrome, I told you it would go quick. In Monochrome, which character was the most fun to write out of all the characters in the book? Well, uh, I'd say the most fun was Ishmael because he's not a character that's like one personality that I knew. He was just this conglomeration of a whole bunch of neat people that I knew in my life. And um, just, you know, interesting friends that I've made along the way. So he was hardest to write, but he was uh, that also made the most interesting. Abigail had a lot of my qualities and a lot of my traits, so she wasn't as difficult to write. So I just really fell in love with writing Ishmael because he got to have some of the best traits from some of my favorite people uh, and some of the worst traits from some of my favorite people, including myself. And so it was kind of more fun to write him because I just I just got to make him a mishmash of interesting things. And his, his story just came to life while I was writing it. I didn't know what he was going to be, and he ended up being a lot more than I thought he would. So he was the most fun. So he sounds fun. Now I'm gonna to have to pick up this book just so and I he's can handsome. About <laughs> oh, he's, he's handsome, handsome ladies. Well, there you go. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's the pitch right there. He's handsome. Yeah. Everybody, go get the book. <laughs> and is right. there anything you want to tell your your readers and fans? Because you have a you have a good minute to to say something to them. Yeah, mostly I just always really appreciate anyone's feedback. Never be afraid to contact me. I have an email address that I list on my website because that's my favorite part about writing is making connections. I really love hearing even critical feedback, any kind of feedback about my work because I'm going to do this for the long haul. So making those relationships with people 
is important to me, so please contact me at my my website and uh, ask me any questions you want. And as long as they're appropriate, I will answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, make sure they are appropriate. Nothing too freaky or anything. We get freaky ones as lady authors. Sometimes we just get freaky ones. That's just how it happens. But um, if they're not freaky, I will really enjoy reading them. And honestly, I just love hearing everybody's perspective because a book that I thought was something, you know, to do with depression for other people is something to do with marriage. And for another person is for something to do with, you know, fantasy. And so it takes on a different meaning for other people. So I like to hear that. And uh, I I just enjoy engaging with people in a positive way. I'm never negative to readers. Well, I mean, you sound wonderful. I mean, it was great to finally talk to you in person and have you on the show. And speaking of that, I would love to have you back on the show when you have your next release. Yeah, no problem. I'm writing it very, very quickly right now because it's just pouring out of my head which is awesome that's one of the best feelings to have is a story that's pouring out and not stopping and i'm going to participate in NaNoWriMo this year so that i can just get it done um have a have a goal so that i can get it sent some queries off and get it you know into readers hands because i think it's going to be a really fun story it's a ya story it'll be my first young adult book so no language oh, wow. in this Good. one. <laughs> yeah, but there is a lot of fun. And like I said, it's just kind of a new take on some stale old themes that I think needed to, to have some life into them. So. Well, I have to say I have enjoyed having you on the show. And like I said, I want you to come back. But most of all, I hope you have a nice evening. Oh, I will. We're going to go have dinner at Grandma's house and bedtime and all the normal things but it's kind of exciting because today we got some ballerina stuff that they get to try on so that's going to be a fun night for the kids it's nice when you have a three and five year old and they'll be okay with wearing ballerina stuff in front of everybody so it's going to be a cool night that's for me right. <laughs> and i'm going to get well, some writing go. done i promise <laughs> well there you go that's what we all want to hear well you go yeah. have a good evening and again it was wonderful having you on the show it was so nice being by thanks for having me Oh, you're quite welcome. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.